What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Wow, it's been a while since we've been here. (laughs) Um, People are mad. You had a fun fact. That I wanted you to share. Oh, about the the bottle thing? The wine bottle. So, yeah. Um, should we start with a question even though you now know the answer? Or? Well, what, I don't know how it came about, but we were just talking about... Weird fun bottles. facts and bottle sizes yeah. and things. Yeah, this, so, so this, I just learned this a few days why, ago. Why is a wine bottle 750 milliliters? Right. Well, it's because... Um, and this is what I was told. I didn't fact check this gentleman. Uh, but, so apparently, you know, the... Well, bottles where they came from they were all hand blown right so that's the size of one adult human man's breath who's like filling up a bottle with his from his lungs so that's how big he could make a bottle and In one breath right and it's there's probably some variant there but they, at some point they all agreed like we have to standardize this in some way but that's approximately what you know because like a huh. bigger guy is going to have a different size lung lung capacity all that kind of stuff right but a glass blower, professional glass blower, is a certain age and whatever demographic. Lung wise. capacity. Yeah. So they yeah. produce approximately seven hundred fifty milliliters of, of air, probably to pressure glass. Also, you know, it's not like you're blowing up a balloon. Well, and it's just also, exhaling. Like it's molten, to... and it's on the end of a long pipe, so you right. have to get through all of that. Right. So whatever that is ends up being seven hundred fifty milliliters worth of air. I feel like glass blowing is also detrimental to your lungs and stuff like that when you're breathing the stuff in there. Yeah. I did don't you, know. Did you hear about the Polish guy who inhaled while he was glass blowing? <laughs> and he complains about a pain in his chest. <laughs> P-A-N-E? Yeah. Yes. Uh, nice. That's a terrible joke. Nice. I don't know why I said Polish. Probably because my friend, uh, my friend Nicole I work with now is, uh, I don't know, she likes really terrible jokes. So mm. it's always mm. fun, you know, Good. to share really, mm, Polish, really... German, whatever. I mean... Use your own ethnicity. Yeah, fair in enough. Place of fair the, enough. You know, that's what I would always do. Yeah. But our apologies to any poles out there listening. Pole? Can you say that? Poles? Yeah. They're they are poles. They are from Poland. Like you don't say they are Polish. Juice? You say no. They're Jewish people, right? You would say, like, yeah. <laughs> no, you would say you would say poles. Yeah. They are. They are. They are proud Polish people. They are poles. Okay. Um. Like, if you're from Laos, I think you are Lao. You're not Laotian. You're not Laotian? I don't believe so. Okay. I think that might have been a misnomer put into place by King of the Hill because his neighbors were from Laos. Okay. I don't remember the young girl's name, but the one Bobby Hill's love interest. Sure. But, yeah, so, damn. I don't think, I mean... Again, so, I don't. I how, is there a way? Is there a place we can check all of these? Is there like one website we can say like, are you, you can saying the wrong thing? Google, Google, just Google, Google, Google saying the wrong thing, or Google what are people from Laos called? Here? Well, no, but I mean, do you have to do that for each? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, like Americans, Americans. Yes. I mean, <laughs> there's. Let's see. Is there a difference between Americans and Maybe Americans? And maybe um, 
Yeah, they're the. Let's see. So they're Laosish. Is that what you just said? They are the Lao people. The Lao people. But Lao in Thailand, there are. This is from Wikipedia. So I I'm wrong. Cool. That's my favorite. There are around <laughs> 3.6 million Laotians in Laos, okay. Laos con- constituting approximately 68% of the population. The remainder are largely hill tribe people. The ethnic Lao of Laos, so, from the bulk so the plural... of the Lao lowland, la- I don't know. I don't so know the past the perfect is Laotian. What are people born in Laos called? The people born in Laos are called Laotians. The Lao refers to the ethnic group. What's a participle? So if... <clears throat> Sorry. What are Par- Participle? Participle. That's another question. Or past participle. So both are correct depending on... So if you were white and you were born in Laos, you would be considered Laotian. Okay. Because that's where you're from. But the Lao refers to the ethnic group of people who are... Uh, okay. So your ethnicity would be a, you would be Lao. Nature versus nurture. Something like that, yes. Weird. Whereas if I was born within the borders of Laos, right. but I was white, black, whatever. Right, but your ethnicity is not. Was not Lao. Lao. I'm not a Lao person. I was born in America, but I am not a Native American. That's true. Right. Okay. So that's, have, that's how the, much Native American do you have? Do you have? Did you ever do that? I've never done the twenty three and Me. Have you ever done a DNA? Not the twenty three and Me, but my mom did uh, a lot of genealogy stuff, mm-hmm. and she there's, so there's like she got it down to the sixteenth, which sounds stupid. So that I'm I I guess she figures we're like two sixteenths, or I would be two sixteenths Native American. So some people would say like, oh no, that's an eighth, right? But it's not because there's some one sixteenths, like one sixteenth Italian, one mm-hmm. sixteenth this 116th that so you have to break it down she got it into 16 parts i don't know how any of that nonsense works but i don't know either i feel like that was also a thing from a previous generation that's not as applicable anymore genealogy or not genealogy but this idea of being a certain percentile native american well it's on college applications like when you are applying for student loans, mm-hmm. if you're a certain percentage or can prove that you're a certain percentage, you get a letter from the Got tribe. It. Like if you find out that you're a certain percentage, you can like apply to the tribe to give you this certificate or a letter from them, and then you, you're eligible for things. Also, uh, if your parents are uh, LGBTQ, I don't know what is that all of them? IA, um, yeah. So like then you're you know that you're eligible for more different sort of okay so i mean i guess it's applicable Fun. in some ways but... yeah but i don't know i mean you're um, not getting a free lunch or anything it's not like no you're not i'm not. you didn't i didn't they haven't canceled your student loan yet <laughs> i don't i think they did maybe i'm not really sure <clears throat> i've been extremely irresponsible with that i well i figured out well i mean i figured out a few years ago when i i filed for my taxes and they're like like it was delinquent for a number of years right Mm-hmm. And I had a tax return. It was coming back. It was going to be like $2,000 or something. I was like, sweet. And then they, what I got was a letter in the mail saying, you had this return coming to you, but you also have this outstanding, outstanding debt. debt. So we just applied it to that. I'm like, sweet. So a few more years of that. 
and it'll be done. It'll, it'll be done. So I just let my taxes pay it off. And they haven't. There hasn't. Oh, I'm sure they're all super pissed about it. But <laughs> but I think this last year I got my return. So I think they've they've sorted themselves out. All right, you fixed the glitch. My, my what's it called? The uh, apathy <laughs> finally paid off. Finally paid off. <laughs> um, I don't know where we last last left off. We were going to do. A, we were the last time we sat here. We were like, okay, next week is our Christmas special, and then it's Christmas February. came and went, and we all got super busy and couldn't meet before, during, or after Christmas. So, huh. what did you Christmas? do? You want to talk about Christmas? I think I just worked. I had the day off, and I just took it off like a regular day. I mean, I had to. It was like in the middle of the week, I think, or I don't know, middle of the weekend, whatever it was. It yeah. was not anything that I had any sort of special. You put up a tree. I did not put up a tree. Did you pull Snowball out your Christmas fight? box? This no, the first year in what ten years that I didn't. But I did not do the Christmas box. But you went and saw the family. Went and saw. I drove up to see my mother and sister. I missed my other sister and my nephews. I this timing just I did I had the time off from work, but I didn't have all the time in the world, so we drove up. Oh my gosh, it was actually pretty amazing. So on the drive up, we drove up and there's a really cool little I did broke it up into sections of trip. So I stayed halfway up. Instead of just driving the whole ten or thirteen hours, I like stopped mm-hmm. after like seven hours. Like half just past Ashland. There's a really cool hotel up there. I can't remember what it's called, but it's all train cars, like cabooses. And you go, they've turned each one into a suite with like a fireplace and stuff. And there's a restaurant that's like in the dining car. And uh, so I stayed there, which you know my thing about trains. So that was. Just refresh our memory. What is your thing about trains? I've always, I mean. It was my first, I think, big toy when I was a kid. You know, like, mm-hmm. when you're a little kid, you get these weird toys, and you're like, oh, can I have the He-Man toy? Oh, can I have the whatever toy? You know, for Christmas, you're, like, asking for these weird toys. And this one was a big box, and I didn't know what was in it. And I opened it up, and it's this train. And so my dad's like, yeah, this is a Lionel train. He explains it to me, and he showed me how to put it all together, and he got this giant thing of plywood, painted one side of it green, kind of like grass, and we put all the track on it and tacked it and he showed me like we tacked it all down we got little houses that came in the set and set it all up and like it took us months you know and we set this whole big train thing up and I don't know if it's just the time with my dad or if it was you know like I don't know it's like just little figure you know like just things that are smaller versions of regular things are just kind of I don't know intrinsically and you intrinsically just cool like so fell in love with it I'd, yeah I just I've always kind of liked trains and the technology it's, it's like a it's like a mechanized motorized kind of components not just like a electric car with a, it has like one gyro or whatever in it not gyro what am i looking for What's engine motor no uh, there's a, gear no um gyro not gyro gyro pita oscillate i can't remember what it, it's just like a little engine it has, mm-hmm. a, it has a specific name that's all it's in a remote control car and you know who gives a shit but like i don't know train has multiple parts and there's electricity yeah and they're like they connect to each other like you can back them up and make them go forward and stuff and you know it's there's a different tracks there's a friend of mine that i her dad also had uh, a a love for trains and he had some antique ones original like the way they were before everyone had electricity they were steam engines and so what you do is he showed me like you crack open this little metal train like in the front of the in the engine compartment and you had like an alcohol solution you'd put in there like it was like 
like mm-hmm. rubbing alcohol, and you and a wick. You put this in there, and then you had to fill it with you fill the chamber above it with water, and it was like a little tiny steam engine, and you'd like light this fucking thing on fire, and this little steam engine would push this train along and like pull your train around the room, and it's a wonder. I mean, this is like in the twenties or whatever, and yeah people burn down their entire you know apartments in new york and shit like because they didn't you're giving a small child a, a miniature st- steam engine, engine. Yeah, yeah like what the fuck like i don't know but it was really cool to see that and uh yeah i don't know i've just always had an affinity for trains so so, so your train that you have that goes around the christmas tree you didn't pull it out um, I did not. But you stayed yeah, and in i the... set it up every year and right there's a whole thing on my you know is it on instagram or is it on my facebook i don't know about don't know. the murderer who broke my train i don't know if it's on instagram and or facebook but yes you should um go back into the um catalog of episodes i believe it's called the great train robbery okay yeah so it is we did talk about it already we did talk about it so if you're interested in that story go find it back there so it's part of the classic episodes it's amazing you remember that (laughs) well i only remember it because it was also a book uh, so that's <laughs> that why I remember a, it. A fight with me and Jerry. <laughs> yes, yes. The fight I had nothing to do with, but um, no. So that you went to the. How was the food at the train? Motel, it was great. I mean, it was just resort. you know, it's it was a yeah. It's not like a seven star restaurant. It was good. Yeah. I had uh, what did I have? I think I had the steak Diane maybe or mm-hmm. I don't know something was, like that. Yeah, potatoes. Um, so yeah, we had we ate there and then came, completed our trip. Stayed up. You know, the Hilton is gone. In Eugene, that's not a thing anymore. What's there? They changed it to it's like the U. It's like a U of O themed. Uh, it's called like the the champions or the captain or the state or the I don't know. It's some sports reference. Is it dorm rooms or is it? No, it's it's the hotel. Oh, okay. It's like, but it's like it's you know it's just some weird, shitty mm-hmm. U of O themed hotel. So we didn't stay there. Um. Uh, stayed at this other place over by. Fifth Street Market it was quite nice, newer hotel. But Christmas is good. Yeah, family saw mom and and Catherine and uh, yeah, and drove did, back, did the whole thing, and then drove back, and on the way down stayed at off the river at the Two Two Ton Lodge. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of hokey, but it was a really nice. I think Two Two Ton. Yeah, it's like a, it's yeah, like a Native American kind of thing, and it's like yeah, they have teepees and crap but it's in the lodge right off the river right there so you come inland from the ocean as we came down the ocean side and then kind of come in i don't uh, the rogue river maybe it's like where the rogue river meets the ocean right there uh there's a fireplace in every room and so yeah that was amazing i was also curious um about how you enjoyed your stay at the madonna inn Oh my gosh! So we didn't because, stay at the Madonna. Oh, you didn't they, stay, but you... they were booked solid. Okay, uh, but we stayed at the hotel because yeah. So then we got back to Eugene like a couple days after Christmas, and then flew down to L.A. and then drove up from L.A. So the drive up from L.A. we stayed at the Madonna. Or we didn't stay at the Madonna, but we had New Year's Eve dinner. That's what it was. Yes, yeah, okay. so we had New Year's Eve dinner at the Madonna. That was that place is beyond bizarre. Like, you ever see the how movie? You, yeah, yeah. How would you describe it? Well, the movie um, a Boy and His Dog. Kevin a Costner. Very, a very long like, time. Uh, was it Kevin? I thought it was... Um, oh, shit. No. Is it the other one? It's um, Don uh, Johnson. Is it Don Johnson? I'm pretty sure it's Don Johnson. I'll look it one up. One of the two. Super weird, cheesy, post-apocalyptic movie. But at one point, he gets like captured or he's running from people and he ends up going down one of the manhole covers mm-hmm. 
and he goes into the underground where society is because he's been running around on the upper main you know land area trying to survive with his dog and then he goes down to the into the the you know where the where humanity is sort of civilization that's uh-huh. like where the government and like all the people like all the wealthy normal people are but they're running out of genetic material or something and so they they go nuts there's like a fan there's like this weird carnival party where they're like everyone's dressed up like rodeo clowns and like it's like what people remembered normal life being normal like. life being like and so yeah there like there's balloons everywhere and elephants and like all this like it's like a circus meets a carnival you know oh what's that called parade a parade you know like all this just weird shit yeah. and then they take him off and lock him up and to harvest his sperm or something so well, he it can, says here yeah, yeah don johnson vic don johnson. is a libidinous which means you're having a high sexual drive right mm. a libidinous 18 year old traversing the post-apocalyptic desert of 2024 oh it's coming up <laughs> in the company of his telepathic dog blood mm-hmm when the pair encounter an underground community, the leader's daughter, Quilla Holmes, played by Suzanne Benton, seduces Vic into their fold, separating him from Blood, who's left to survive on his own. But once Vic discovers he's been lured there solely for mechanized procreation, he realizes he's doomed, he's doomed unless he can escape and rejoin Blood. So yeah, Super weird fucking movie. But that's what this hotel was like. Well, it was like, yeah, it was like, there's just so much weird, kitschy kind of nonsense. Like, it's like the memory of what nice, it's like Christmas and Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day got together and made a weird three-legged baby. Right. It's, everything's either bright pink or forest green, and there's lots of crown molding. It's all big, chunky and, glass that's kind of been, like, yes. glued together, and it's like, it's very gaudy. gaudy. Yeah. Very gaudy. But, like, um, but organized, so it's like, it's all coordinated so it's like it's not just i don't know how to explain it there's it's a not, quality about it that's elevated above. it's not just a yard sale vibe it's more right than it's that. not like the dollar store no it's like tiffany's but if you took all the tiffany's made it cheap and or made it from around the world it. and glued them together yeah and yeah and they have theme rooms. One of them would be like the space room. There's the Flintstones room. There's like the rodeo room. Yeah. There's all the rooms are super bizarre, super bizarre and weird. Yeah. Everything's and brightly colored. There's like you can go downstairs to the gift shop. You can go upstairs somewhere else. And I know I said this about the French Laundry thing because there's so many files. I keep. I was trying to download them onto the Instagram thing altogether. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, there's like 20 files or 17 files. It's it's too much. So I have to like load it up individually. And then it kind of feels like it was losing context because I can't, I don't have like, I guess I could zoom in on that part of the menu. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it away. Well, so you're going to have to take some time with the social media to get I it all am, out there. I am, I am. <laughs> it's my next project, I swear. Um, but yes, I have pictures of the dining area and it was so cool. They had a big band. Mm-hmm. And we were right, our table was right there on the dance floor, and they had like a couple of uh, um, professional dancers. And you could tell because, mm-hmm. you know, like when you, they would turn, like he's spinning this woman around and he's like locking his head in one spot as he turns, you know, like this, like the professional skaters kind of like. It's uh, about form. Right. And it's like, the, but nobody actually dances that way. You know, like you dance that way when you're in an exhibition or if you're a professional right. like dance competition. Like you like pick a spot on the wall and you spin and your head swivels around and you lock back on in that same spot 
and that's all right. about your form and all that. But when you're dancing, you know, and like kind of enjoying yourself, you don't like do that weird robotic shit with your head. But anyway, you could, so you could tell that they were professionals. They weren't. But then some older couples got up and they would also dance. And, you know, there was some Lindy. There was some Tango. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it was really That's awesome. kind of a cool vibe. And it's also got a little bit of that sort of um, Overlook Hotel from The Shining to it. Oh, from it was like creepy the... as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the bathroom downstairs, it was like, there's like a cave you piss in. Which was like it's a waterfall, yeah, right, a waterfall or whatever they call it. But it was like a nice idea, like, oh, we'll have this caved-in kind of waterfall thing that you walk past. But basically, it's just piss on the floor everywhere. Yeah, you're just and pissing you're, on the wall. You're, and yeah, it's... you're in a suit. You know, everyone's wearing tuxedos because it's New Year's Eve, and you walk in there, and it's just like you you look down, and you're oh, I'm just walking in like an inch of piss water. I don't know. It was pretty horrid. But I mean, I, I could see what they were going for, but. They need much more drainage and much more of the water in the waterfall. Kind of would be cool. Yeah, it was, it was kind of just everybody's weird piss trickle sitting in the... Yeah, yeah it's not... It was, and it smells horrible. I agree. Yes, it was not... Yeah. In my mind as a kid, and I just recently went there this last year, I remember it being kind of a bigger thing, and it was kind of like, wow, what is this weird thing? And, and why are, you know men like would have their wives come in to take to look at it and take pictures mm-hmm. of the urinal because it's because <laughs> of course if you're like traveling the country and a lot of people when they come to visit san or um california they'll like start in san diego sure. and they'll go all the way up to san francisco and see everything yeah um so i mean it's kind of a big deal but where did we work no where the where were we there's somewhere i worked where like people are always sneaking their girlfriends into the bathroom oh it was uh, uh no it didn't work there the mecca remember no at the mecca Oh, because you had there was, the little, there was like there was a telescope, a periscope, yeah, in the men's room that looked at the, out of the space right. needle. So you're always sneaking your girlfriend in there because if you stand at the urinal, you you're like right it. eye level. You'd stick your face in there, and yeah, that's weird. I don't think I could ever stick my face in a periscope ever again. Well, it was just a glass thing on the. I uh, know. I just. Well. But yeah, putting your face that close to a piss wall again is <laughs> not something anyone should ask anyone else to do. Um, you know, in the time of COVID, which is uh, which is over tomorrow. Tomorrow, COVID is tomorrow, over. In tomorrow, California. yeah, we made it. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, so so technically, just so everyone knows, the mask mandate is being lifted. We've been wearing masks for. Well, is, do we have it for a minute? Valentine's last year? Day. Happy Valentine's Day, though. Happy buddy. Valentine's Day, twenty twenty two. For we were we went mask free for about six weeks in last summer. Right, and then there was a huge spike, and we all lost everything. Yes, all the restaurants had to close again, and we had went back. Yes, go back two spaces. Do not pass go. I could use another paid six week uh, break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who couldn't? Yeah, that was pretty great. Um, so, and I'm not yeah. really looking forward to having. I don't know. It's an eight-hour shift with the mask on. Is it's hot? It's unpleasant and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But I actually kind of, I feel weird and naked, talking over a guest. You know, breathing on them, breathing on them. Like I just kind of feel them breathing on me. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, people's breath. It's kind of gross. I mean, yeah, the whole I idea think it's always of it been now. gross. It has, and I've, our arrogance, you know, that got us to this point of like not washing our hands and breathing on each other and packing people into subways and, you know, like tight spots. I feel like maybe we've hopefully we've collectively learned something about 
health, public health, safety, and sanitation, and mm-hmm. we need to just spread out a little bit, give each other some space, literal breathing room, wash our hands. Everyone out there, keep washing yourselves. Yeah. I was talking to people, and they were saying, well, I'm still going to wear a mask. I don't care. I like. I don't feel I comfortable. I might in certain situations. I mean, you, yeah. you also still have to wear one in a taxi, the bus, airplanes. Yeah. Um, just other... the indoors in California. You're right. But restaurants are good to go. So, so no COVID in the restaurant, but it is in the taxi cab. So yes. I don't know. I, I, well, I guess the whole thing too is that because of vaccination rates and right. because hospitalizations are low, this these are the metrics they're using to do this. Right. So hopefully we don't regress and COVID is over. Um, yeah. It's been a yeah. hell of a ride, guys. <laughs> I was. I also kind of enjoy wearing the mask because. I don't have to worry about smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just do that thing with your... You squint a little bit. Squinting mm-hmm. is the new smiling. Yes. <laughs> but also, I would yawn mm-hmm. on the floor. Oh, or chew food. I would chew food. Or not not shave properly. Yes, that's yeah. that's one of my favorite things to not do. But And I gotta, I'm going to trim all this up. But I would also... <laughs> when the mustache gets a little bit longer, I would start... And this is gross. But I would, like, chew on it. Yeah, that's weird. I don't... I've never... You never had it grown that long. Well, no, I have. I trim it back. Yeah. I trim it down because... And I, was, yeah. I don't know why. Well, my I have an automatic toothbrush mm-hmm. where the head like swivels. Mm-hmm. And if I let it get too long, it like catches my beard <laughs> or my mustache. And it fucking hurts. You're getting ripped out of your face by your toothbrush. Your electric toothbrush swivels? Yeah. Interesting. It's got like a little wheel on the... the yeah. Just... Mine just vibrates. Um, So yeah, so no more of that. So I, I'm going to have to be more facially aware of what i'm doing yeah like because sometimes you're just tired yeah and so you just i would just yawn i'd be standing there and i'm like well i'm just gonna yawn or just yeah just like gritting your teeth <sighs> yeah making all kinds of faces i'm not supposed biting, to yeah literally biting your tongue when you're mm-hmm. like doing stuff biting like, your tongue all that stuff and so yeah. now i'm just like or coming up to a table and not having a huge forced smile on my face the entire right. time like having to pretend that i'm very excited to be here yeah. you've been standing here for seven hours I've been waiting all day for you guys. Yes. I'm now so my glad. day can begin. Oh. God, I've missed I'm you. I'm so glad you got that last reservation at 9.30. <laughs> oh, you must be so excited. Closed in five minutes? <laughs> Not us. I'm happy to see you. So, um... It's my you, third double this week. Will you wear Will you wear a mask to the grocery store? I, mean, I, I hope everyone does. Because grocery stores, I feel like, yeah, it's just such bad air. I don't know. It feels stale in there. Until I look up and see like big fans sucking the air out. See, this is something that would be good. Things like um, air circulation. Yeah. That should be the thing that we do. Yeah. Filtration, circulation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, like, you know, like uh, in hospitals, it's kind of, it's weird because they do the opposite. They have like, these giant things on top of hospitals that pull air in and push it in so that it keeps the rooms pressurized to mm-hmm. a certain degree so that any bacterium are, are forced to the edges of the rooms and out the windows and into the, like, I don't know. Right. So it's a, a more sterile environment inside. Huh. So it's actually, it's worse and more dangerous germologically. Is that a word? Like, as far as, like, germs and, you know, disgusting things that coming out of a hospital, being around a hospital, because they're pushing all that germage to their extremities. And getting in. But inside... It's great. It's great. The air is, yes, they're... It's filtered fresh air. Because we're dealing with in. a lot more stuff inside of a hospital. Right. Well, because huh. you have open wounds that can't be exposed right. to this. Right. These things. 
Huh. Yes, if you're walking past a hospital, don't do it with an open wound. Yeah. yeah that's my that's my takeaway from it. that information. Well, and I'm also not like I've heard some people go like, I can't wait to breathe again and like not have to wear this mask and all this stuff. And it's not hard to breathe in the mask. I understand. And I, I, but I also understand they're like, you know, people are, are, are understandably excited, relieved. They want to be done with it. The people don't want to do it, whatever. They're also, those are the but, same people that want to take their shoes off at the restaurant. These are the same assholes <laughs> but, that like, you know. But what was my point? Um, I'm not, I'm trying to manage my expectations because the last time we did this. Yeah. And something came around and then it was like, well, we're back to this. Yeah. So I'm trying to not be like, oh, yay, everything is back to normal. Well, let's just, can we just enjoy this for a day or two? Like, we'll all just jump for joy until, you know, in a week when we get the numbers and they've spiked and too many people died and all the restaurants have to close again and we're all out of work. And, (sighs) but now they're legally allowed to start evicting people again. So, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good luck. So it is about for your what's it what's that website for your eyes only or for your only only fans only fans only fans yeah get all the only fans have you subscribed to my only fans yet <laughs> no I haven't do you oh, have okay. one no yeah <clears throat> showing if off I the did, latest butt plug <laughs> if I did <laughs> yeah would you you wouldn't do it for I mean it depends on what you were doing if you're just if it no I don't think so just but from what if what it was I've, graphic what if it was graphic content. No. Sexually graphic content. No, not even... You wouldn't subscribe? You wouldn't even be curious a little bit? No, I would not. I'm sorry, pal. I love you, but I don't want to see that. Okay. I don't want to know. I'm just curious. I can't even watch your Instagram. I can't even watch you do sit-ups on Instagram. Like, it's just like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, I just scroll on. You can block I'm proud of you. No, it's fine. I think you're doing great, but I don't want to watch you run. I get it. You know, like, it's... You're not my type. I understand. (laughs) I love you, but I'm Um, I completely understand. It's not for everybody. I think mostly it's for me, and I put it up there just because, like, mentally, it's like a thing to check off. Because if I don't, if I don't do the thing, it helps you do it. It helps me do it. Yeah, I think ultimately is what the the purpose of it, rather than it's like I'm certainly not. Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer. No, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. You're on your way. I'm still waiting for that. Give me that good. I don't know. uh, Free dinner. Free dinner. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is. Free health spa. Um, speaking of free dinners, it's Valentine's Day, as you said. Yeah. Um, now I'm not going to do much tonight. Um, do you have any plans? I don't. Um, (laughs) well, I got, I got the girl a box of chocolates. Okay. That she wanted. She's like, she's big into C's candy. She has her favorites. Okay. So I went through the catalog and I got all of her favorites. And they arrived a few days ago, so I had it all ready. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, flowers and the chocolates. And she's like, oh, I didn't get you anything. I feel bad. I didn't get you anything. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's not a, this is not a gift exchange holiday. This is not Christmas. This is not, you know, this, this is a day where boys buy girls chocolate and or flowers. Like, that's all that needs to happen. It's not a reciprocated thing. I'm sorry. You know, people say double standards, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but there are far more than two standards. There are several thousand standards. So it's not a double standard. It's a quadruple, quintuple, fuck off standard. Like there's a million standards that we don't have to talk about. We don't talk about that we all kind of agree to, you know, pumping gas, you know, there's pulling out chairs, opening doors. Who pumps the gas? The gentleman. If there's one available. What if, what if they're, 
Well, it doesn't matter whose car it is or who's paying for the gas. I would or say who's... because you you smell like you're gonna get the gas on your hands. Like it's just kind of a gross thing. You don't. Wanna... I know. I don't want to be gross. I don't want to get gas on my. You're hands. a boy, so you're gonna be gross. All you're inherently gross already. All right. And everyone understands this. All right. We're hairy and we're gross. We're dirty. We do our best. We wash. You know, mm-hmm. some of us we manscape. You know, right. We bathe as as much as humanly possible and try to not be as unpleasant to be around. But women are. The fairer sex, as it were, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so they don't pump the gas. Ideally, no. I mean, like you know, it's not verboten, but it's not ideal to make mm-hmm. a girl do that because they also, I mean, they they spend so much more of their time and energy being pretty for us, like painting their nails, you know, putting the makeup on, getting things plucked and trimmed, and whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, after a girl gets her nails done asking her to go and handle gasoline is rude don't you think you didn't get your nails done do you no when was the last time you had a manicure ever very good question it might be time i mean is it it, have um, you ever no i've never gotten my Hmm. i've never gotten my nails done i've never gotten a manicure Hmm. i think i got a pedicure i got a pedicure once a long time ago it was fine it was nice um i was a little disappointed in your pedicure my manicure Manicure. well Um, i thought because I'd never done one before. What I color thought, did you get? I didn't. Well, oh. I, I mean, I'm still straight. I just um, straight men can can wear nail polish. I guess they can. I put <laughs> I put colored toenail polish on. But I thought they'd be shiny. You know, like they buff them, they clean them, and I thought that they would put some kind of lacquerish kind. Of, I thought that they would look like shiny, pretty little nails. They did not. Not like girly, pretty. Like I wasn't looking for a French tip, but I thought you they'd be noticeable. But all they did was like what I do in the shower. Like it's like okay, so you didn't. They're not shiny. I think you need to get like you the, have to tell uh, them. You just the have premium. To them, I want them buffed. Yeah, I want them buffed, polished. Yeah. Um, somebody asked me at work. They said, "Am I?" They asked me if I was partnered, and I said no, because they asked me if I was doing anything for Valentine's Day, and I said no. And my thing is the thing with Valentine's Day, and I, I said to this person, "Aren't I said, you my hetero life partner?" Well, yes. Happy Valentine's Day. I didn't yeah. get you anything. And we're no, but we're here together <clears throat> doing. This. I don't have a chocolate or a flower. Of... I don't eat chocolate really usually. I have some lemons out in the back that are coming in nicely. Um, I'm drinking your the trimmer pills. Pills are out of your fridge. Right. Perfect. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks. I said to her, I said, you know what? It's a total bullshit holiday that was created for us to like spend money and fucking like spend money spend money spend money and if you don't do you need collar stays no i do not okay well, thank you we almost had a gift i'm you. glad you i'm glad you have some collar stays in your overalls <laughs> um makes perfect sense i'm cleaning out my house i understand you should throw those away collar stays i need them i just found oh. a shirt and i was like shit the collar stays fell out oh. i wish i had some more mm. but i didn't why don't collar do. stays just stay why do they come out because they bend and so you have to replace them well, why not just put a metal one or something permanent in the shirt? Because, again, the word permanent is a little misleading, isn't it? Even metal can bend, and then it's warped. Like, even if you, like, get a dent, it, like, bends a little bit, it's never going to be perfect. So if it gets a little bent, then you replace it. I don't feel like this is a good system. How many collared states. shirts? Do you use Do you use collared shirts? I wore one, collars? like, in December, I think. Yeah. I have a couple. Yeah, I, actually, oh, does a polo shirt count? No, <laughs> I wear them every day for work. So I need I need them, and I need the collars to be pointy. I need them to be straight. And anyway, you were so Valentine's something. Day is bullshit. 
It's right. made. It was created just to make it's money. Called a greeting card holiday, right? Exactly. Bullshit. Um, so it's just for us to spend money. It does. You're right. It is generally speaking for men to spend money on women. It does go both ways. It's also um, to remind us to be romantic. You fall into these patterns in your relationships where you're like, "That is on you, sir," and that is that is your relationship, okay. not you. But fuck you. The royal you. Put it on me. I'm just saying in general. Okay, thank you for that. Sorry, not. I didn't mean that toward you. (laughs) I just meant in general, we need to be more present in our relationships. Sure, but it's it's yes, and I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But it's just a reminder. Some people need reminder. We can't all be as perfect. This is not as one. The Valentine's Day industry is not here to help us be romantic. No, but it's here to make money. But also, it's and I know that you hate that idea. Uh, fundamentally, mm-hmm. but also, uh, can you think in bigger terms of the economy that maybe no. you know chocolate sales and people who sell chocolate, you know, like uh, restaurant sales, it's good to get people out there reminding them to go out and spend money because that's what you live off of people coming to restaurants and spending mm-hmm. their money, you know, or whatever it is, whatever avenue that we are out there in the world making our living doing, we need customers to yes. come out and spend their money. We need couples to... Sp- Please, yeah. To feel for services. Yes, that's we great. We need them to feel chagrined or embarrassed if they don't buy their girlfriend a $300 bottle no, of wine. No, I don't think because, we need to be shamed into it. Absolutely oh, not. Oh, shaming no. customers is amazing. I agree. Um, <laughs> I just say in general as far as... But what I was telling her is... This is my deeply cynical view on thing or on uh, on Valentine's Day. And you're Day. not wrong. It it's is a bullshit holiday, bullshit, but it does but serve a purpose. I said to her, I said I would never take away anyone's joy for celebrating it with yeah, their loved love one. Sure. If this is something you look forward to, if this is something you do special, then please do it. Devin I love the box of candies. All of that. And she I, cried. I, yeah, I was like, yeah. I said, please do that. Harken back to like a relationship she had with her mother with candy, and like there was this whole thing because her mom would like. She loved the, her mom loved mm-hmm. these specific candies, mm-hmm. so she was raised with them. So she opens up this box and sees these candies. She's like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. like she hadn't really had them since you know, whatever. And it's just you know, there's a whole thing there. And if I said, and I said to her, yeah, I said if I was partnered, even though I think this is bullshit, and even if I was with somebody who thought the same way, mm-hmm. who had the same ideology about this, I would go ahead and get them at the very least a card and a flower. Of some kind, mm-hmm. because that's even just wh- a flower. Even if you just pick a flower and just be like, right. just a friendly reminder once a year, yes. whether or not, no matter how busy we get, moving or changing jobs or listen to you. Yeah, go ahead. Doing all these things, it's like it's just you know, somebody from the outside would be like, hey, I don't know you, but did you tell the person you're with that you love them recently? Maybe you should do it the fourteenth of every month. Sure, that's a great idea. Let's have that Valentine's Day every month. Is that your mm-hmm. solution? That would be better. No, not not the solution is. And why does there need to be a solution? It's not really a problem. It's one mm. day a year. It's garbage. <laughs> but yeah, no. Are you? I was. Somebody asked me my opinion. Mm-hmm. I was keeping I my you. mouth shut. I get you. I was I not. You. This was not something I was just espousing. I understand. And this is our. We happen to have a new, microphone is... here now, and I'm just re. No, you're, this my is story. where we talk about our... People are tuned in just to but hear I, our opinions <laughs> on bullshit. So I think so that's that was reason. that was the only reason I mentioned it to this person. Sure, I was like, sure. You didn't I like never... Call, yeah, cold calling people. You're like, no. you know Valentine's Day is bullshit. bullshit. No, I am not. <laughs> Who I is did this? Not. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got a cold call. Uh, I think did it's, you? Spam? Well, it's a spam. It's one of those things where they're like, you won a, tr- a trip or you won a 
free stay. Or a weird robot saying, you have been in violation of a federal code. Mm-hmm. The FBI needs you to send uh, us your credit card information. You know, the other thing on Valentine's Day now is the uh, Super Bowl. Mm. Just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's exciting. Did you uh, did you enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday? I did. The St. Louis Rams fucking finally won one. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, but yeah. Whatever. When I was a kid, it was St. Louis. <laughs> so and I told you about, I don't know, if, is there a back, do you have it in your mental Rolodex? Did I ever talk about Ray Clevidence burying our dog? Maybe. He was, a, he was a Ram. He was okay. a St. Louis Ram. Okay. Back then. Well, not so, at this time, but before that, he had been a... Uh, St. Louis Rams. Yeah, he was a football player, yeah. professional football player. Yeah, and he was a friend of my. Knew. Yeah, he was a friend of my dad's, and he was bearing my dog Wolfgang. I got for my birthday that year, and she got or he. I think did, it was a he. Did Wolfgang come with the name? I named him. Why Wolfgang? Well, um, so we, my parents always liked classical music. We mm-hmm. grew up going to a lot of opera, so that I, knew, I was familiar with the name. Like I heard it around the house. It was a household name, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. You've heard mm-hmm. him. But in my weird childhood brain, I was thinking wolf and gang kind of sounded like fang. So it was like wolf, wolf fang, like wolf gang, gang. And he was my little dog. He was my, I was at my friend's house playing uh, like the day before my birthday and my sisters came over and they're like, Walter, you have to come home. You have to come right now. Mom's like super pissed at you. And I was like, oh God, what do I do? And we were playing Nintendo. I was like, I had to go in the middle of my game. And so I came home and they had this little Cocker Spaniel, a little black Cocker Spaniel waiting for me. And they're like... What are you gonna name him? And we're in the kitchen. I was like, Wolf, Wolfgang. So I named him Wolfgang. And then five days later, he was hit by a car. And because my street was really dangerous, Manzanita uh-huh. in uh, Eugene was treacherous. It has like a big hill. It's kind of a blind spot. Assholes are always rolling through there too fast. You know, I got a Manzanita out here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, does that mean apple or that's Manzana? So. No, that does. I think that means apple, Manzanita. I think that's manzana. Means apple. Little apple. Manzanita. Oh, okay. I think. But anyhow. Anyhow. So, so dog gets died. killed. Uh, and then Ray is out there with my dad. And they're digging this hole in our front yard. The front yard? Yeah. That's where all of our pets were buried. Under the what? under the um, maple tree. All the, There's tons of cats and dogs buried in that front yard. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. But he's digging this thing. We're all sitting out there crying. My mom's bringing out some lemonade or whatever the fuck she's doing. And Ray like turns to my dad. He's like, God damn. If this had been one of the kids, we'd be digging here all day. <laughs> and my mom was so mad. And that was Ray's little joke. Ray. What happened to Ray? What's his name? Ray Clevidence? I don't know how to spell that. but Ray Clevidence. He eventually... Last time I saw him, he was in a wheelchair, I think, and he was working for American... American? What's that? It was like some kind of like phone-in buy crap. There was like a catalog. Ameritrade? No. Maybe I'm spelling it wrong, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ray Clevidence. Super Bowl. I don't know if he went to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying he was a Ram. Yeah, this is not that. Um... Okay, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. not every RAM is in the on the internet, but... On the database? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> huh. Well, he he uh, he got kind of fucked up. This, as the story goes, he, mm-hmm. was, he had a bit of a temper uh, with oh, the no. drink. Mm-hmm. And his wife got sick of it. 
And she, I guess, from what I hear tell, she was a fairly small woman. And he was drinking, and she started getting worried. And so she brought him some a few extra drinks, and she got him. She got him to the past the point where he'd get mad and hurt her. So he passed out, passed out in the bed. And she got out her little needle and thread, and she sewed him into the sheets by hand while he was passed out. And she got a baseball bat, and she beat the shit out of him and packed her bags and got the fuck out of there. And that's how his wife left him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's one of the many stories I was raised with. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure my the, mother will email us uh, at some point the, if I got any of those facts incorrect. Oh my but. God. That's, you ever see that TV show? It's a great one. It's called Snapped. No. And it's basically abusive husbands who fucking just get their Whose wives have had enough and yeah. they fucking they yeah. just snap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, Don't. it's a great show. It'd yeah, be like, it's, snapped. And, and I'm gonna she check it out. Snapped. Yeah, and it was usually something like that. But well, this that's... is what she had had enough. She he was started drinking. She's like, I'm not waiting to see what he's gonna do to me. I'm just gonna get him to black out. Yeah, or... get him to black out and fucking. So when you said sewed him into the sheets, you mean sewed him down so he couldn't move? Like sewed the sheets not shut. Not sewed, sewed his, his through skin. His... I, I was like, no, no, no. Not okay. sewed his body. Like, no, that's no, some like dark she, shit. No, yeah. Okay. You have to be really no, she went around by hand, like sewed the sheets shut yeah. around him so he couldn't get out. So he's like, ah, how did I? As he wakes up to this disorienting Baseball bat. beating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. I love that story. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I guess the L.A. Rams won the Super Bowl. I didn't really watch it. I didn't yeah. watch it at all. They like in the last like minute or in the last minute and thirty seconds. It was kind of a big deal, right? I guess I yeah. was eating Mexican food, taking a break from watch, <laughs> cleaning my house. <laughs> but I don't really care about that. The Puppy no. Bowl was amazing. I heard some shit the on the bowl. field. Did they? That's what I heard, but I don't know. Oh, I didn't finish it. Maybe I should go. I'm, I watched like the first twenty Did minutes. You TiVo it. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, it was super late last night though. When I got done cleaning my house. Mm. It was like so exhausting. Yeah, I now have eight milk crates full of records. Twelve, I thought. No? It was Just twelve. Eight? We whittled it down before. Um, Nine. No, six, was... seven, eight. No, you're right. Yeah. Two is the nightstand and the... Which Walter's were... been holding on to for the for last six, six years. years. Yeah, you're welcome. It's done. My time is spent. So, I I think I have a place. I have a home for these. And and you have a record player now, too. I do, but I don't. I can't live with that. Well, not all of them, but I'm saying you could go through it and be Maybe. like, Billy Joel, like, you know, some of the... If I start doing that, then I'm going to keep too many. And the whole point is to let uh, them go. Do yourself a favor. Maybe don't keep, I mean, too many. Like, just make a maybe pile and then whittle that down. I mean, just don't, you have a record player, right? Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. You know, like, keep a couple records for yourself that you, if you come across something that you know you're going to love. Maybe. You know, I, I saw some Elton John in there. You know, there's some. I can just dial it some, up on my phone, though. I know, but it's not the same. And you know it's not the same. And. I'm, t- I'm talking about keeping five records. Right. You know, like no, not, that's fine. I'm not saying, like, keep one here's, crate. Here's what I said to these people the other night. And this guy was a musician, and he was talking about how they would put on a record, and they'd be like, we're going to listen to this from beginning to end, <clears throat> and we're going to discuss the the merits of the music and how they constructed the songs and the lyrics and the is sound their quality. Podcast? No, this is just what they do at home. Cool. <laughs> this is just how they This is just how They, they, they should have a podcast where they just do that. <clears throat> but... And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I think that's great. And what occurred to me is that when I had all these records, and when I would pull them out to listen to them with people, by myself, it was a continual, like, one song, pull the record off, put another one on. Right. One song, pull the record off, and I would do this repeatedly, and then there'd be a mess in the living room. Right. 
You never just listen to I have, one album. I have been no, not really. I've I've been waiting for a playlist shuffle for my whole life. Yeah. This is how I listen well, to music. We all did that when we were kids. You know, you like you have your tape deck mm-hmm. and the double dual cassette that we record off the radio. You know, mm-hmm. and you'd have to time it just right after the DJ's done talking mm-hmm. and hit record. And hopefully, he doesn't talk in the middle of the fucking song. Right. But I don't know that I need the records to listen to. Over. I don't. I'll go. I'll go through them before I get rid of them. But I'm certainly not living with them for very long. I don't. I don't think you should. I did it for six years, and there's like six years of dust on those motherfuckers. <laughs> so I don't even own a fucking record player. I posted it on Facebook, and somebody's like, you really need to take better care of these. And I'm like, I'm trying to get rid of them. <laughs> what an <laughs> they asshole. Were, they, were rare, they were very maybe, upset. Sir, maybe you need to take better care of these. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you think I'm a bad parent? Come get my kid. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I know you have to go, but we have... um I do. There's yeah. something very, very bad and important that's happening in the world that I need I need to tell everybody about including you um so there's gonna be an avocado shortage very very soon oh Jesus they've been talking about this chocolate ending no this is yeah avocado this is not this is not a climate change thing this is um there have been some very serious threats from the cartel to the safety inspectors we get about 85 90% of our avocados sorry the avocado cartel? Yes. The, the drug cartels have been making threats at the, to the avocado farmers. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know all the details, but um, they have put a kibosh on importing, and we get all of our, almost all of our avocados from this one place, this one region in Mexico, um, from Michoacan. I feel like I was actually surprised by this thing that I was reading about farms in California uh-huh. having a certain number of avocados, where there's like... Maybe it's just Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. but there are definitely avocado farms here in America. I'm not saying there aren't, but the demand is so high. Uh, okay, so guac's going up. Guacamole is going to be very expensive. Very. It's quickly. already twelve dollars. It's a side. going to be twenty. Twenty dollars for a side of guacamole. Um, U.S. suspends avocado imports from Mexico after threats to U.S. inspectors. So the cartel is threatening U.S. government officials Why don't in we Mexico. Just carpet bomb them. We want the avocados and no, no, I mean, not them. I mean the uh, the fucking cartels. I I, I'm sorry. I just actually watched the final season of Ozark. They will cut your head off and everybody. And I've else never, I've never watched. I didn't <clears throat> watch the first four, eight seasons or whatever. Or four you didn't seasons. watch the first three. You just went straight to four. And it's not my doing. Okay, this is not how I wanted you to do this. At any point. No, I have a girlfriend who's like, no, we're watching this. I'm not going back. Like this is happening. We're watching this, so it's fine. I didn't really need to know what's going on. I asked a few questions like, how did we get into this situation? How did we end up? And she's like, she was Some just really telling good me. episodes back there. And I'm going to go back and watch them. But I'm all caught up. Uh-huh. But what I what I was watching was like the U.S. government's getting involved. Like the feds are going in mm-hmm. there and shutting down. Like they went in and struck like because the cartel like killed some federal agents or whatever. The, mm-hmm. the opposing cartel. Yeah. And so they were able to use the government to strike them, mm-hmm. take them out. And then, I mean, I'm saying they could. And they certainly have done that stuff covertly, but they can't do it openly. Directly. They can't do it openly. I mean, can't they? I mean, because can't if they, they could do it to them, then they could do it to anybody. But they can, and they do, and they have. Mm-hmm. And I think we are all well. It's like it's like talking about the corruption in Russia. It's like we all know about it, right? Yeah. And we talk about it basically openly, but it's or or north korea it's just kind of like yeah we know that they're oppressed we know that it's fucked we know that it's dark we know that mm-hmm. they're completely it's a desperate situation over there for those people 
and I feel like we all know that how corrupt America is also and like how fucked our political system is and how it's it's just two sides of the same fucking coin. It's like, do you want this asshole or this lying asshole? Like this lying asshole or this piece of shit? Like they're all thieves. They're all liars. They're all fucking us. There's some obvious uh, solutions to basic problems that are being ignored and the corruption and the red tape and the, the nonsense that goes on that prevents these things. And it's like, we just kind of, it's a huge problem. Like the hemorrhaging of the oil in the Gulf, right? Like that whole BP thing where it's coming up never went away. It's still doing that. They didn't cap it. They didn't stop it. They're just still trying to clean it up and contain it. And that was like 10 years ago. I don't think carpet bombing is going to stop the We cartel. were just really pissed off about the, we were like, oh, Gulf shrimp is going to go away because the Gulf of Mexico is being flooded by all this fucking oil. Well, it's still happening. And we were outraged for about a year or six months, right? But now we're not. Now nobody even talks about it. I I hear you. But I think they're going to just call in a strike. Just call in a wet team. But go in there, take out about, the cartels. What about the innocent avocado farmers? There's too many no, innocent No, no, no. Lives. I'm saying talk out, take out the cartels. Just go in there and just fucking take them out. Somebody else pops up. It's not... It's a but, deeper... But maybe they'll have a better understanding of who not to fuck with. Do not fuck with America's fucking guacamole. <laughs> That's the lesson they need to learn. Run your little drugs. Do your little thing that you want to do. Have your money... But do not fuck with our guacamole. Yeah, I well until they learn that lesson. You're not wrong. America does love their treats. If we can't have our treats, then we will be then nobody's happy. Very upset, right? If if the pandemic hasn't taught me any taught us anything, yeah. Until the president, the U.S. president, goes to a party, is like, why isn't there any guacamole in here? And they're like, I'm sorry, sir, there isn't any. Not even for a million dollars. There just simply the fuck isn't any Mm -hmm. because the drug cartel. And he's like, okay, and he'll just turn you know give a little nod to his cia guy or nsa guy and then the nsa guy is like okay we're handling the guacamole situation we're just gonna start capping fucking cartel fuckers until the cartel falls in line and says okay you want your cocaine and your avocados we get it (laughs) we'll leave you the fuck alone but don't poke the bear well it's currently it's currently banned we're not we're not importing any more avocados yeah right so how'd that work for Cuba and those divine little cigars, right? Yeah, well, we still got our hands on them. Well, that was the the embargo was all our own doing. We should really drop that thing too. Yeah, it's over. We can have Cubans. Well, the embargo is still there. We're still fucking the people of Cuba. Is but... it? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the embargo ended like four years ago. I don't think so. Cuba embargo. United States Embargo Against Cuba. The United States Embargo Against Cuba prevents American businesses and business organized under U.S. law or majority owned by citizens of the United States from conducting trade with Cuban interests. It is the most enduring trade embargo in modern history. Still why, happening? It's still happening. Well, why can you get Cuban cigars now then? Well, I don't, I don't know if that's actually legal, legal, and there might be some loopholes, but I don't know. Huh. Uh, uh, it's called the blockade in Cuba. It's because it's one of the few successful socialist countries in the world. And if we see that socialism works, then is it, it will make people successful angry. over there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, we we've been we've been told it's not because well, no, that's I mean, what like they want over us in Europe, leave. we've got we've got like Sweden and <clears> most <throat> of you know Scandinavia is basically socialists, and we don't have any embargoes against them. Right. This these people are thirty miles away from us. Okay. And they're not the same. They're not white. 
<laughs> okay. So there's there's that. Why isn't Puerto Rico part of America? It's a territory. Um, right, but they can't vote. Yeah, we, do, we just take taxes from them. I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's yes, totally it is. illegal. Absolutely. It's it's Guam wrong. too, right? I'm, I think they're a territory. I don't I don't know what exactly their status is. Guam. Well, if Biden wanted to fucking make a name for himself, because he's kind of going to go down in the annals of history as just kind of a meh. All right, grandpa he, ice cream. He's like he's the he's he got us away from Trump, and that's really the only thing we wanted was like anything but fucking Trump. But now we just have a we have a white piece of milk toast or well, whatever. He's done some pretty evil shit himself, but um. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that he right. hasn't. I'm just saying, but if he wants to make a name there for are, himself, there are presidents that just kind of like. The, you don't think about every what forty eight president forty six presidents that there've mm-hmm. been. We don't know Miller Fillmore. Who's right. he? I guess he was a complete asshole. He was like one of the worst, right? I don't know. Yeah. Polk was great. Uh, we talk about him. Clinton was pretty awesome. I mean, we our economy was never really higher. Like we were we were going fucking full gangbusters with him. Reagan was a disaster, right? Reaganomics setting all the. Uh, um, mental patients not free but shutting down their facilities so that all the mental patients that's why we have these crazy homeless problems mm-hmm. everywhere is because of fucking Reagan um, who else was really great uh, Jimmy Carter still building houses for Carter was great Habitats for Lincoln humanity. you know always a huge fan of Lincoln everyone is uh, Washington basically because he was the first <laughs> Hamilton because he's on the $10 bill I don't know what else he's I done. think we should get rid of $10 bills and pennies the ten dollar bill serves no purpose. You Absolutely are crazy. Not. Zero. Bullshit. Nothing two fives can't do. Why do I need a ten dollar bill? Why two fives? Why not just a ten? Why get Because I a five because five can be a five, but also two fives can be a ten. Five can make six, seven, eight, nine. Ten dollars you don't need tens it. Tens are great, pennies are great. Ones Why are tens great? Because when you're you have fewer bills in your pocket, do you want do you need to carry twenty fives around? So 10 tens. So, well, yeah. that's just a matter of it's change. It's half a number of bills. You just get 20s. So now you have even less. Perfect. But I don't want to give you all 20s. You know, like I sometimes, if well, I owe you if yeah, I owe you $110 and I don't want to carry around a bunch of fucking fives. You don't have to, you just carry fine. around no two. No one's asking you to fucking solve this problem. It's not a problem. Okay? It is. 86 tens. What about twos? Pennies. You want $2 bills? There's not enough of them to be a bother. It's fine. They're fine where they're at. It's not. It's not a general. It's not a. Youth. So there's the problem is there's too many tens. Well, it's just a, it doesn't make any sense to have a ten dollar bill. Does it make sense to have a two dollar bill? No, you're right. But, but it doesn't affect rid you. of that. Not as much because I don't see it. I don't deal with it as much. <laughs> two dollar bills are an anomaly. That's because people collect. They're them. cute. Yeah, sure. I mean that's fine. Right. It's fucking Star Wars. Whatever. Collect it. So why not collect a ten dollar bill? They're they're wasteful. It's because Hamilton didn't do fuck all. That's why. If there was a decent president on there, you'd feel differently about it. You only like the five because Abraham Lincoln's on it. It's true. And why does he so. get the penny and the five? That's weird. He's Lincoln. I don't know. I don't know. And Benjamin Franklin wasn't even a president. He's on the hundred. You know that he wrote a. You know he wrote an essay about farting. Did he? Please don't read it. Please don't read it. I think people can do their own research. Don't I have to go? Yes, you do. So I'll, I'll leave <laughs> it there. To leave. Go look up Benjamin Franklin's essay on farting. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> Jesus, John. It's true. All right, Johnny. I'll see you next week. All right. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. 
We'll see you next time. Oh, John.